Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hi there once again. Welcome to the neighborhood of not Mr. Rogers, but Mike and Joel and the Growing in Grace podcast, part three of our 17th anniversary program. And then we'll probably get back into what we were discussing a couple of weeks back with the uh, the grace of God, yes, uh, God's forgiveness. We were in the book of Hebrews. We'll be getting back to that. Of course, you can find our podcast on a number of platforms out there now, just a ton of them. Joel mentioned toward the end of last week's program how we've been on YouTube, just the audio. We've been doing that for a number of years. Some have asked why we don't do the video portion of that or show us on there. It's because sometimes Joel uh, records shirtless and in boxers, <laughs> and we just didn't want to get in, get into any problem. You know, take people off and with take no makeup, people's minds off of what we're talking about, and because that would certainly do it. Yeah, and I don't wear makeup either, so that would be, <laughs> it wouldn't be good for 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 video. I like no makeup. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and and unshaven and uh, all that stuff. Just I would just look like a bum. <laughs> so that's how I look until I have to get ready for work, and then I then I clean myself up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing. That is the nice thing about just being behind a mic. And I have occasionally recorded videos. I used to do more of that than I do now, but it goes back to something you had said either last week or the week before. It's one of those things where since it's you and I, and we bounce off each other and we, and we, we really, it's just a good chemistry that we have. I have my own solo podcast, but I do that so sporadically. I think it's even been over a year since I've done an episode on that. And same with the video. It's just like, it works so much better just to have the two of us do this. And so that's why I haven't done a whole lot of audio by myself or video. But this, what we do here, just really does work. And I've had people, you want to, you know, you had talked about wanting to talk about the kind of the content of what we share here, and also so- something that people have commented on over the years is just the way that we interact with each other. We're not like the the world's funniest comedians, but you know we're we're cheerful. We we laugh with each other, we joke with each other, and we're just casual. Uh, that was a big thing early in the early days. We would talk about just having a casual chat, and that's really what this is. No script. Might jot down a few notes beforehand, maybe a scripture reference that we want to get to, or something like that. But we're definitely not scripted. Uh, just off the cuff, out of the heart. You know what you see is what you get here, basically, or what you don't see, but what you hear is what you get. <laughs> and that's that's how we do the podcast, and that's how it's been for 17 years. Just two guys who have grown to know each other through the grace of God and, and met uh, in radio and began talking about grace. You began sharing things with me um, 27 and a half years ago about something <laughs> like that. More than a quarter of a century. Yes, quite some time ago. And we would wow. just chat together at the radio station uh, off off the air with each other and then Bada boom, bada bing. Here we here we are. You know, it was ten around ten years after that that the this program started, and that's been seventeen years now. Wow, that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, not scripted, as you said. Well, that reminds me of a word. It's called scripture. Scripture, uh, and I think one of the most 
not the, but one of the most understood verses in the Bible is when Paul said, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. He went on in the next verse to say that the, the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, I don't want to get into that right now. That would actually be uh, part of the underlying theme of a follow-up book to Clash of the Covenants if I were to ever get that done, which I don't see in the foreseeable future. But what I want to go back to is, I, I'm sorry I teased that right there, but you know, <laughs> one, one thing I mentioned in, in Clash of the Covenants, though, is, is, and I think I saw you post something on social media about it, too, is when Jesus told the Pharisees and other Jewish people who may have been there at the time, you, you search the scriptures thinking that in them you will find eternal life but you refuse to come to me that you may have life. In other words, the one who is able to give life isn't the scriptures. And by the way, when, when you see that, whether it was Paul who was saying it, whether it was Jesus who was referring to the scriptures, they're talking about the scriptures that were written before their time. Right. Um, you know, not, not the stuff we, and I know we, we often refer to the New Testament as the scriptures, but again, that that's a subject for another day. So, Joel, Without having gone back and looked at it, because again, we're we're off the cuff here, right? We're unscripted. And um, I, I got to believe the first program we ever did was on, on the righteousness of God. And and so what I just want to touch on here for a few minutes and then let, let you jump in is just some of the, the highlights of what we've been trying to talk about over the last um, 17 years. Um, but I, I think one of the first programs, if not the first that we ever did, was that you are righteous. And how many people sit inside of churches on those hard benches, <laughs> and in some cases, kneelers, um, where they don't hear it? All they've heard about all their life is that they're just sinners, in some cases, sinners saved by grace. What an inaccurate description of who we are in Jesus Christ. That's one of the big themes that we talked about over the years, especially, I think, in our first years. And, and eventually, we gravitated towards some things about the old covenant versus the new, um, and the differences between the two, and how they are so vast, and how uh, churchianity has mixed the two together into a religion, uh, in some cases lifeless religion, or at least leading people away from the fullness of the truth of the gospel. So yeah, the, the gospel, uh, you, you are righteous, uh, you are holy, you are acceptable to God, and it's all because of what Jesus did on our behalf, not what we've done for God, not what we've done to get ourselves cleaned up like Joel does after a podcast. <laughs> um, and it's none of that. And, and a couple of other things that, that jump out at me on, on, on themes that we've had, uh, there are many, of course, but uh, when we started talking about the Sermon on the Mount, and eventually we took it to a place I've never heard anybody take it before. And it became uh, also a theme for, for Clash of the Covenants. But Jesus wasn't always talking to you. He was talking to people who were under a covenant that was in place at that time, which involved less than 1% of the entire population of the world, by the way. And so many things people assume that Jesus was saying to them now for today really wasn't. Uh, and, and so we've gotten into that a lot over the years, confessing sins over and over in order to be forgiven over and over. Um, a big problem there. Well, the blood of Jesus wasn't quite enough, was it? So we have to confess and tell God I'm sorry and repent. When people say repent, they usually mean 
stop sinning and start living differently. And that turns into a whole wide range of what living differently really means. Um, so that's not really even what repent means. And we've talked about that too. What does repent mean? Uh, if it means stop sinning and start living better, or start living differently, uh, stop sinning, period, um, then nobody has ever really repented. It just becomes a hypocritical thing. Uh, and so there's all these things that we've tried to communicate with people, Joel, over the years to help them become free, to help them realize who they are as a believer in Christ, who he uh, has declared us to be, and growing in our understanding of that so that we can begin living it out as, as the Spirit uh, flows through us instead of us trying to, to do the work. You know, there's the stone tablet commandment ministry, the law, being freed from that. We, we, Jesus didn't come to bring Gentiles into the ministry of the stone tablet commandments. He came to deliver the people who were under them. He came to redeem them from that ministry, which could do nothing but condemn them. <laughs> yep. And I mean, then, this is I, that's usually usually what we're talking about is the opposite of the church mentality, right? Yeah, I was just when you when you started talking there, you, you were talking about how people are taught in church that they're sinners saved by grace, and people are taught that their heart is deceitful and and wicked, and yet they're told, but you'd better stop sinning and you'd better live righteously, you know, even though they have this uh, deceitful and wicked heart, but. We've come to find out, we've come to learn that in Christ, uh, we received a new heart. We received a new spirit, and God's not going to give us a new heart that's deceitful and wicked anymore. He's given us a heart that is righteous and holy and blameless, and he's given us uh, the Holy Spirit, and he's given us grace so that we can uh, live in this present world. Yes, we're not going to live perfectly, and yet... It's so interesting to see how the church will tell us how bad we are and yet tell us how good we have to live. And yet what you're just sharing there, all of these things that we've talked about over the years is, is indeed exactly the opposite of what you'll hear in many churches. Like you started saying on our first uh, ep um, 17th anniversary show a couple of uh, programs ago, we don't mean to be down on the church. We're not down on the church. There are brothers and sisters in Christ that those people are, even if they call us um, heretics and, and agents of Satan and, and whatever they call us. There are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we don't mean to put people down but the teachings, the things that have people living in bondage and in guilt and condemnation, um, we come against those teachings and we come against what those people are saying and we try to present what we believe to be the truth of the gospel. Indeed, that you are righteous, you are holy through nothing that you've done. You're not holy because you live holy. You're not righteous because you live righteous. You're not justified because you live like a justified, righteous person, you are justified apart from your works. You've been cleansed, you've been made holy and righteous through nothing that you've done, and anything bad that you've done hasn't undone anything that Christ did through the cross. See, as you talked about, we eventually moved into talking a lot about the difference between the covenants you know, on the podcast over the years. We did that, and when Christ died upon the cross with his death, this new covenant started. It's a new and better covenant. The old covenant that the people of Israel were indeed under was based upon the people keeping their end of the deal. 
God only found fault with them. But with Christ and the blood that he shed for the sins of the entire world, not just for the people of Israel, but for the sins of the entire world, and then his subsequent resurrection, where we who believe have been raised together with him, we now have a new life in him. It's something brand new, and it's something better. It's not based upon these stone tablets, these stone commandments. It's not based upon any of the 613 old covenant commandments. It's based upon the life of Christ in us. If there was ever one thing I would want people to know is the difference between living by commandments, just being a human being who's this sinner, saved by grace, uh, but yet you're a sinner with a wicked and deceitful heart, but yet you have to live by these commandments and you have to do them perfectly. (laughs) Real consistent, right? Right. The difference between that message and the understanding of the truth that we are now made one spirit together with God. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. We're made one spirit with him. He has come to indwell us. We're in union with God. We're in union with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. His life has become our life. He didn't say, give me your life. He said, here, let me give you my life. He, he gave us his life, and that's the life that we have, the life that I live in the body. I no longer live, but I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Uh, so it's, a, it's, a, it's just a completely different way than the old way was that, again, Gentiles were never, were never even under, but that's, a, that's another story, too. We've shared a lot about that, too. But just the, the, dif- the difference between the life that they had under the old covenant and, and even Gentiles who didn't have a covenant— They were apart from God, uh, without hope and without God in this world. Now, anyone who believes we've come into this union with God, not trying to live by commandments, um, not trying to keep a covenant, but rather being the beneficiaries of the covenant between the Father and the Son. It's just a whole new thing. And and, And I just wish that more and more people in the church would understand this. And that's, again, one reason why we do this, to to help people to understand this and to do our part in uh, building people, you know, because that's one thing that we're meant to do is to build each other up. And that's, this is one way that we're able to help build other people up. Yeah, you've got people building buildings, and then you've got (laughs) people who want to build people. Yes. And um, as you said, Joel, I mean, the the church is really the people. Right. Uh, What's frustrating from our perspective is that you've got uh, religious mindsets out there, religious nonprofit corporations out there with their own brand of religion that, again, gravitates away from the truth. Like you said, just a simple thing like that, what you just said a minute ago, uh, is that nowhere are we told to give our lives to God in this new covenant. It was God giving his life to us. And and it's just, there's so many little simple things like that that can change a mindset, that can change a perspective and bring people into a place of freedom and rest and reassurance and love that can't be broken. That's what God offers through Jesus Christ. And trust us, I can't speak for Joel and everything he went through uh, internally, externally, as, as, as a young person growing up and becoming a young adult. But I, I, I can tell you that I, I was a very committed Christian as a kid. Um, I wanted other people to know about this. Joel, the first thing I thought of when um, I came to – somebody prayed with me to um, uh, lay claim on, on believing in Jesus Christ. I was in my bedroom. 
and and they prayed with me to to uh, call upon Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I, I you know that that was my moment where I came to the realization of of Jesus and 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 him as not just a picture on the wall, you know. And so I had believed leading up to that, but suddenly something something refreshing was was flowing through me as as a kid just a kid in grade school the first thing that went through my mind is my friends don't know about this hmm. you know and and i still carry that with me today is and and they may not always be friends that i know personally like you uh, they may just be people out there that we haven't met yet who are listening to us right now i want to share what i know about God's goodness and grace. Now, at that time, as a youngster, it was just about salvation and coming to realize that that Jesus came to save. Now, it's 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 about more than that. It's about the reassurance of that because I I thought that's something I could lose. For years, I struggled with that, uh, and growing up into a young adult, I just didn't know if I was living up to the standard. Uh, and and people need to be freed from that. And once you begin to get it, and, and it, it's a challenge, it's a process, but once you begin to get it, I'm telling you, man, it, it will just, it makes this so enjoyable. That's why we talk about it every week. We just enjoy doing it because it's it's not a list of do's and don'ts. It's, it's about realizing what Jesus did on our behalf and how he has given us a love that, that we can never sever uh, based upon our, our doing. You know, so I, I, I imagine we're probably going over here, but if you <laughs> missed out on it, we decided we may not just stay on time all the time here. We may go a couple minutes under, a couple minutes over. But I just want to say that I, on, on social media a couple of weeks back, uh, I can't remember the conversation. I don't have it in front of me right now, Joel, uh, kind of spontaneous here again. But I had responded back to somebody who had made a comment that wasn't accurate. And I wasn't going to let it stand because other people read that stuff. Uh, and so I made a comment and took a few paragraphs to explain it. And, and his response was, and, and you've never heard this before, I know. But his response was, are you saying that people can go out and sin <laughs> as much as they want? It sounded like one of those robots trying to get on the Internet. Uh, and it's just an it's just an automatic reflex for people to do that. And my response back was, "Go back and read what I just said, right. and you'll you'll know that that's not what I was saying." Yeah, it, it's amazing. Uh, so it's just crazy talk. Yeah, it's amazing how that 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 is a very standard response from a lot of people. It's like when we share about grace and all these things, and and I think Paul went through the same thing because he would preach the grace of God, and then. He'd say, hey, we, this, we're accused of saying, go out and sin, but that's not what we're saying. You know, you know, Paul had to deal with that, and you know, we have to deal with that too. But the, the wonderful thing about the grace of God is that it is the very thing that teaches us to say no to ungodliness and unrighteousness. Yes, yes. It's, and it's the thing that empowers us. It's God's empowerment. The law could never do that. Written rules can never do that. They don't have the power to help a person do it. They have the power to condemn. That's what the law did. It came to condemn. It came to make people guilty. It came to pronounce uh, guilt and condemnation. And then it led people to this idea that, oh, wow, I need something greater. I need something else. I need a savior. And I need uh, I need the, the Holy Spirit. I, I need a new life. Uh, one in which I'm empowered, you know, by the Holy Spirit Himself, and that's really yeah. what it's about. Yeah, you're you're free to make choices, and you may reap the uh, 
you may reap what you sow in this life for some of the, the, the good and bad choices you make. But sinning less, you take no credit for that. Right, exactly. Well, you know, here we are, 17 years, the Growing in Grace podcast. I know there are some people who have been with us for a long, long time. And I, and I want to thank you personally. You know who you are. There are some people who have been listening for a long time, and we've known each other, whether it's uh, through the website and comments back several years ago, whether it's through YouTube, whether it's through one of the social media platforms, and maybe you're a new listener. Maybe this is something that's new for you. Maybe you were with us at one time, you dropped off, maybe you came back. You know, uh, just uh, we want to thank you for tuning in, for listening, and the, the main thing is we hope that the things that we talk about, you are encouraged by it, and, and your life is built up by it. That's really the goal here. And so, with that, uh, yeah, this has definitely been probably the longest one we've ever done, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we're not, we're not into uh, keeping the rules anymore, So, <laughs> which means we can go out and make our podcast as long as we want. But yeah, like you said, we're not going to make it a habit out of making it really long. Uh, we're going to stick around the 15-minute area, but um, for this one, we did go long. But anyway, the Growing in Grace podcast, check us out at growingingrace.org and, of course, on all the uh, podcasting outlets. And thanks again. We'll get back into talking about God's forgiveness, part of a series that we've been doing here on the Growing in Grace podcast. We'll start back on that next week. I have one more thing to say. Yes, sir. I I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I just wanted to go a few seconds longer. <laughs> All right, you just want to. This is going to be the record-setting one. So now, if we're ever going to do a longer one, we got to go for whatever this one ends up being. Okay, we're out. You Bye. hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> Goodbye. This has been Growing and Graced with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingandgrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.